Alright, so first and foremost, before I get into this episode here, which is um, not necessarily good, not necessarily bad, it's kind of like a maybe there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel type of episode, but before I jump into any of that, first and foremost, let me give a big... Big, 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 big. I would shout at the top of my lungs, but I have neighbors and stuff like that. And I don't need the cops being called and um, anything like that. But big, 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 happy fifth birthday shout out to my daughter, my pride and joy, my baby girl, the little cinemaniac herself, Miss Camille Elise. Baby girl, happy birthday. I hope you have an amazing, amazing birthday. I'm sorry I couldn't be there. Probably may see her later on, but she did FaceTime me first thing this morning. I wasn't even out of bed yet, and my daughter FaceTimed me, you know, like it was my birthday or something. So, I, you know, saying happy birthday to her sounded like complete shit uh, early in the morning. And she watched, uh, I think it was Disney's Descendants, did a little uh, Descendants performance, birthday dance. You know, we chopped it up for a little bit. But yeah, man, that definitely made my day, being as though how, you know, the week started off and everything like that. So again, uh, before I jump into the episode, happy birthday, happy fifth birthday to my daughter, man. Love you so, so, so very much, baby girl. Now, that being said, let me jump into something a little less entertaining as far as entertainment goes let me say this man dear COVID-19 you are fucking up big time and this is not me being you know I'm not going to talk about the pandemic itself I understand man I understand that people are not going to be me and me and a whole bunch of other people are not going to be on the same page I for one am not going to um you know, I, I don't I don't feed into the hysterics of anything, not just this, but just anything in general. I don't feed into the hysterics. I'm not saying that this is not, you know, a big deal. And I'm not saying that I'm taking lightly the fact that there are reports of people passing away about this, the reports of people being sick. I'm not uh, taking that lightly at all. Um, however, one thing about me is that I try to find more things to smile about than I have to, uh, you know, be angry, be fearful, you know, be sad about. So, I, you know, in a lot of ways, I, I can't lose my sense of humor. But again, I'm not making fun of, you know, anybody affected by this at the time, regardless of, you know, what I may post on Facebook, Instagram and all of that type of shit. But what I am going to talk about is how this pandemic here, people, this shit has been affecting um. A big portion of my heart, man, is affecting the film industry. You know, it's, it's, it's affecting Hollywood, whether it be a movie that is in pre-production, a movie that's in production, a movie that's in post-production or a movie that was slated for a certain release date. This shit's wild, man. It's wild. And um, the movies, uh, Hollywood is definitely taking a hit. Hollywood and theatrical releases are definitely taking a hit. Now, who isn't taking a hit, um, on the other hand, are... You know, the 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 video on demand releases, you know, uh, Birds of Prey just came out on a video on demand. The Hunt just came out on video on demand. Every, everything is coming out so, so much sooner um, due to what's going on. But what I'm going to talk about in this episode are, you know, the the movies that have either been pushed back, the movies that are supposed to go into production and it may be affected by this pandemic and i also want to talk about what might be the light at the end of the tunnel which are you know they're far and few in between but i picked the i picked a couple movies that 
hopefully, knock on wood, are not affected by this pandemic and still will be released, you know, at the given time they're supposed to be released. Now, of course, the first movie I'm going to talk about that's been affected by this, um, and I get it because it is a global phenomenon, um, a, a, a giant of a franchise, and they need those, you know, those overseas numbers. They need that global success. So while, you know, I was upset that this movie had changed this release date due to everything that's going on. I understand on the business side of things, you know, I can't be completely selfish and just be like, oh, that's bullshit, blah, 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 blah. And I can't just piss and moan about it because I understand, you know, um, I understand where Universal is coming from and, and uh you know, original film, the film company that uh, Vin Diesel works. I think Vin Diesel works under that company. I, I don't know, but fuck all that. Basically, what I'm talking about is Fast 9. Now, this is going to be the first one I'm talking about because y'all know I'm a Fast and Furious movie buff. It was my first episode ever that I did for the Tudor Reviews podcast. Uh, it's my favorite action franchise. I can't say enough good things about this action franchise. So, you know, um, when I found out they were... You know, the new release date is April 2021. I, I'm i like damn near heartbroken because not only did I have to wait an extra year, you know, I mean, which, which was OK, because Hobbs and Shaw came out out of that, you know, that extra weight. I did get a Hobbs and Shaw movie that was sick and that Hobbs and Shaw movie was sick to the point where I told myself, I said, OK, Fast 9, y'all really they. Hobbs and Shaw raised the bar so fast now y'all gotta step y'all game up and when I saw that trailer I say yep y'all step y'all game up I'm ready for it I'm ready for it give me give me give, give me everything give me everything you got everything you got and then go get some more it's like when David Ruffin was trying to buy drugs off of that guy you know he, he gave him the, the the keys to his link and he's like well give me what you got and get some more but um fast nine man yeah april 2021 man we gotta wait even longer for this movie to come out now this this hurts the most man because the trailer it was so many things in that trailer you had jordana brewster back as mia john cena who i wasn't even a fan of being in this movie looks like a complete badass in the movie and he plays dom's brother han is back you got a fucking um you know cypher flying a magnet plane that catches jacob toretto in in, in a mid-air while he's driving off a cliff you got dom turned his car into carzan basically and fucking swung from like a rope from one end of the island to another the, the movie looks amazing the fight scenes look amazing the action looks amazing justin lynn came back this movie has everything going for it, everything going for it in the right direction. And lo and behold, we get it pushed back. Now, I don't know if there are going to be any like additional uh, scenes here. And I mean, like, you know, reshoots um, as far as like, I don't I don't know, like during this social distancing situation, excuse me, is, um, you know, is Vin Diesel talking to Justin Lin as a cat are the cast members in the, you know, the production team? Are they keeping in touch? And are they saying, you know, maybe we should maybe we should think about putting this in there, you know, just to give them something special for waiting an extra fucking year for this movie. I don't know, man. But, you know, no, no matter when the movie comes out, I'm all for it. My only concern is that is Fast 10 going to come out when it's supposed to now. Because this changes everything, you know, um, it, it, it changed. I don't know if it'll change the Hobbs and Shaw, too, which The Rock confirmed uh, it, 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 it's in development. And of course, it was going to be in development, but The Rock actually confirmed it. And, you know, being as though 
Universal came to him and said, congratulations, you just jump started a new franchise. Uh, when The Rock says it's a green light, it's a it's a green light for sure. So but um, nonetheless, I, I'm, I'm still very excited for Fast 9. I'm just, you know, that one hurts the most. It, it, it hit me right in the feels when I saw the news that that was coming out in April 2021. But I'm almost 100, 1000 percent sure that it'll be worth the wait now. As far as my number two, uh, the new mutants, which had been pushed back since like Harriet Tubman helped the slaves escape through the Underground Railroad. They was making that movie back then. And the shit just kept getting pushed back, kept getting pushed back, had to do reshoots, put it on the shelf. Then they set a release date. Then they didn't. Then they set another release date. It's like they kept doing all this shit. And then, you know, with the whole Disney Fox merger thing, business deal that happened, I was almost certain that the new mutants, which I was very much looking forward to from that first trailer, it looks like the first X-Men horror movie, which is what they're going for. But with the Disney Fox merger, I was almost sure that the new mutants was not going to go in the direction that it originally was supposed to go for. Because it's like I said in the episode prior um, in my, you know, episode about the Disney Fox merger itself. Disney ain't going for that shit. They're not going for that 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 scary horror shit, man. Even though y'all been doing this forever subliminally and people don't even notice it. I mean, if we go back and watch a lot of Disney movies, that content is pretty dark during some of those uh some of those moments, whether it be live action, cartoon, whatever. But um yeah, the new mutants, man. I the new mutants is something that I feel like <sighs> I hate to say it, man. I, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but this this movie has just been in so much production hell, development hell, release date hell, and now with you know COVID nineteen setting back the the movie again to an unknown release date, I would not be surprised if they either shelf this movie or if they just say fuck a theatrical release. This is going to be the first of many releases on like Netflix or maybe turn it into something else or they just shelf it completely, man. I I really it's no doubt in my mind that this this is a possibility because this movie has just been through is you know, I feel like eventually they're going to be like is this even worth all the hassle? Is it really worth all the hassle that that you know, but for me, yeah, I think it is because I I wouldn't mind, you know, I like one of the things I like about the Fox X-Men movies is that they are really adult based X-Men films. You know, there's a lot of dark content and adult content in those X-Men movies. So with this being the first horror looking X-Men movie, I didn't mind that at all. The movie looks great. You know, it's giving me a real Dream Warriors type of uh, I don't know. It just gives me that type of vibe. The fact that they're all locked up in this asylum, but I don't know, man. I, I do think with this uh, getting an unknown release date now, they don't know what the hell they're doing with it. I do think this movie is in very, very, very big trouble, probably more so uh, than any of the movies I'm going to be talking about on this list. But ho- hopefully, man, knock on wood, hopefully it's, it'll, it'll be all right. Um, one that I don't think is in any trouble, but this hurts also because I actually I did an episode on this as well. A Quiet Place 2, which has been you know pushed back to a yet again an unknown release date. A Quiet Place 2 definitely looked promising. The teasers, the clips, um the trailers themselves, I think it's like two trailers that are out, look great. They look amazing. Now I did have some concerns. I was on the fence because I'm like, there's a lot of things that are working against this movie as far as a sequel goes, because the original was a modern day classic. And I will always stick to my word about that. It's a modern day classic, man. But, um, 
A Quiet Place 2, I, I don't think that's in uh, any super big trouble at all. I just think they're going to push it back. And, you know, I, I think the release and the reaction is going to be all the same as if none of this ever happened. But, uh, you know, it does suck because, it, it, you know, A Quiet Place is one of those movies where, you know, we, you, you don't get enough quality horror like that. It's one of those movies that could have could have operated as a silent film. So the sequel um, expanding on the world that they live in, uh, expanding on the monsters and how people are interacting with each other as, you know, as this apocalypse goes on. I was, I was looking forward to it, man, but uh, you know, I'm still looking forward to it. It just sucks. It just sucks, man. I, you know, I was, uh, whatever, not even going to get too much into it. Cause a quiet place was like, I've really, as y'all can see that shit bothered me more than, uh, not as much as fast nine, um, more than the new mutants, of course. Now, number four, Black Widow, which has also been um, pushed back to an unknown release date. Black Widow, I actually, th this kind of pisses me off um, just due to the fact that the the final, excuse me, the final trailer for Black Widow was fucking awesome. It was awesome. I did a trailer reaction for it and um, I, the action looks great. Scarlett Johansson looks great. Uh, the, the just the the core the way the movie's choreographed looks amazing. It it gave me slight vibes of like Captain America's was not not Civil War uh, the Winter Soldier, um as far as how the action scenes were put together. And um again, you can thank people can thank the Russo brothers for uh introducing sick ass fight choreography in the Winter Soldier because had it up until that point we had never seen fights like that in a Marvel movie. And I think we're gonna get a lot of that applied to the Black Widow movie, but you know, they need that overseas global money too. They you know they need that that China money. So until all of this shit blows over, Black Widow will wait. I mean it's it's disappointing because like I said the last trailer was dope as hell. But um you know, it's, it's not uh, really at the top, top of my list of disappointments. Now, what is more disappointing to hear about more than Black Widow is Mission Impossible 7. Yet another unknown release date. But this actually the it was it was in production and a, a great portion of this movie um, was taking place in Italy. So we all know what's going on in Italy right now as far as this uh as far as this pandemic is concerned. So, you know, they just shut down production. So, I'm almost certain Mission Impossible I'm I don't even think it'll come out in 2021 people. I'm going to be I'm going to keep it a bean with y'all and I, I really think that Mission Impossible 7 will be released in like 2022. I'm sorry. I don't want to be I don't want to be negative Nancy, man, but it's like you look at the caliber of movie Mission Impossible is. This is a movie series that's just as big I mean, some people can say Fast and Furious is not as big as Mission Impossible. I, I hold them, you know, Fast and Furious is my favorite franchise, but they're, they are neck and neck, basically. They are behemoths at the box office. So you look at a movie like that with top billing, such as Tom Cruise, but then you got the supporting cast, who's also top billing at this point. Um, and just the, just the, 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 just the way the movie's, uh, one up each other in such a big way as they go along that production is going to be intense it's going to be really in depth it's going to be extensive so if they were planning for a 2021 release date that's not going to happen now that they had to completely shut down production this is this is a different type of step back because it's not like okay we got the movie in the can already 
we can just pick a release date, you know, that, and if they give us the release date, cool. This is something where as though we were in the middle of making this movie, of making this magic happen. We literally have to stop in our tracks doing what we're doing and then get back to business once this is all said and done. And who knows when all of this this uh this nonsense is going to be over with. This this pandemic, nobody knows. You know, nobody people are talking about oh, 2 weeks. Two, quarantine 2 weeks and then we good. No, I, I you know, I don't know. I I really have no idea when all this is going to happen. So therefore, the production has no idea when they can get back into business. Now, unless <sighs> That's not going to work either. I was about to say, unless they rewrite scenes that take place in Italy and set them elsewhere, that's still not going to work because, um, you know, just because it's a Mission Impossible production, they're not just going to be like, oh, you, you guys with Tom Cruise in them? Oh, all right, cool. Come on over. Paramount? Yeah, y'all y'all good. Y'all good over here. Y'all get it. Y'all get an a, a easy pass. No, they're not going to do that. They don't give a fuck if it's Tom Cruise, Paramount, and a Mission Impossible movie. Um, this production is going to stay on hold until until otherwise happens basically and it sucks because i was a big fan of uh, mission impossible fallout and i was ready to see if they were you know if tom cruise was really going to shoot himself uh you know attached to a rocket and go to space or some shit and really do his own stunts i don't know but um hopefully they get that together as well number six i was also looking forward to this man uh morbius and they pushed morbius back to a march 2020 uh 2021 release and um Morbius, I know a lot of people said it looked like a mediocre trailer. I feel like this was going to be, well, this is going to be because the movie is still coming out, of course. I feel like it's going to be um, Jared Leto's redemption role because, you know, a lot of people shit on him as the Joker. And I, I didn't necessarily hate him as the Joker. I just feel like he got fucked over because a lot of his scenes hit the cutting room floor and they got deleted and all that, you know, that type of stuff. And he didn't get a chance to really showcase what he was going to you know, do as the character. Yeah, he's really, um, he's really selling it as a Joker, and he's, I don't want to say over charismatic, if, if that makes any sense, but, uh, it was something different, man. You know, everybody, Heath Ledger set the bar really high. Everybody wants a Heath Ledger Joker. Everybody wants a Joker that's going to rival him, but, um, as far as Morbius, I do feel like this is a more fitting role for Jared Leto, and um, the trailer uh, it, it 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 had a it had a solid tone to it. It, was, it looks like a good origin story, and the Morbius makeup looked dope too uh, when they show him at the end of the trailer. And and they were going to connect the MCU to this uh, to this Sony Marvel movie, man. So I was really curious to see how they were going to do that. I have no idea they were going to put Michael Keaton as Vulture at the end of that trailer, man. So I remember just just um just being stuck like mind blown when I, when I saw that at the, tra at the end of the trailer, but sadly we'll have to wait, uh, you know, a whole nother year for that. Will it be worth the wait? Hopefully now what will make it worth the wait is if they say Morbius has now been rated R, you know, just title it, uh, not title it, but, uh, have the rating be hard R rating because it's a fucking vampire movie, man. He's got to bite necks out, tear throats out, do all that good shit that vampires do. You know, uh, I don't, I don't want the, uh, I don't want to like Twilight shit. And uh, f funny enough, see how the stars align. Speaking of the Twilight shit, the Batman uh, has now had his production put on hold as well. And the Batman, as we all know, I said speaking of the Twilight shit, Robert Pattinson um, was is is playing Batman. Now, this one hurts because being as though. 
I, like I said in my episode yesterday, I did a complete 1080 with this movie and I finally warmed up to it just for the production to get shut down. We saw the Batmobile, we saw the suit, you know, we started seeing little set uh, glimpses of the set, Gotham City and what it looked like. And it looks so realistic, man. It looks like you can, it looks like Christopher Nolan type of realistic, but with a little bit more comic book flair to it. I don't, I don't know if that, you know, made sense to anybody, but you know, it sucks, man. It really sucks. The Batman, like Batman is my, that's my guy, man. That's my dude right there. But it's like, you know, with everything that's going on, I just, I kind of wish they had finished filming already so we, they could just set a release date, like maybe not next year, but if they just pushed it back to maybe like the, the, the end of this year, maybe or something. But you know, uh, the Batman was supposed to come out in 2021. Now, unfortunately, same thing with Mission Impossible. I don't think we're going to get the Batman now, people, until 2022. Um, that shit better be worth the wait. I know that. I was about to ask myself the question, will it be worth the wait? But it's like, it better. It damn well better. You better not disappoint when it comes to Batman. Listen, I'm not fucking around with y'all. Matt Reeves, don't let me down. Don't let me down. Now, number eight, I'm not looking forward to this at all. Uh, the trailer was very, eh, it was very, um, it's, it was really generic, man. It was very, fuck it. I'm talking about uh, Ghostbusters. Now, Ghostbusters got pushed back also to a March 2021 release. Now, when this trailer dropped, I wasn't looking, uh, you know, was I looking forward to it? Kind of, I was curious, but the one thing that was keeping me back from it was like, you can't have Ghostbusters without Egon. So, you know, because, rest in peace, shout out to Harold Ramis. He has passed away, passed away a couple years back. But um, Ghostbusters without Egon just doesn't seem like, you know, just won't feel the same especially if they're going for that nostalgic throwback ghostbusters feel you can't have that without without the guy you know without the the, the brains of the operation basically so when i saw the trailer you know paul rudd's cool he's a guy who's very hard to hate not that i try to hate him but you, you know you just can't hate paul rudd even in a movie that you don't really like all that much um Paul Rudd, okay, fine, but you know, you got Finn Wolford, I, I can't never, I don't know his last name, but the guy from, uh, he played Richie in It, he played the kid Richie, and he's actually in Stranger Things, but that's exactly what the Ghostbusters trailer felt like, it felt like Stranger Things meets Ghostbusters, like Ghostbusters Jr., basically, and I'm like, the fuck is this, like a, uh, you know, like a, is, is it is it a spinoff, are you about to introduce these kids and the kids are going to be the new Ghostbusters to start a new trilogy or some shit. Like, I don't. And, you know, people can say what they want about that. Uh, that Ghostbusters reboot, the all-female reboot with uh, Melissa McCarthy and uh, I almost said Lisa Leslie. What is that girl's name? Leslie Jones and um, Kate McKinnon, I think her name is. Uh, you know, the, the basically the female reboot of Ghostbusters. It was not a super great movie. But it was nowhere near as terrible as people made it out to be and were just tearing it to shreds. And a lot of people were like, oh, I take the trailer over the entire movie. That's fucking stupid to say. It makes no goddamn sense because you haven't even seen the entire movie. That movie wasn't all that bad. It wasn't great. Like I said, I'm not praising it, giving it credit, but I just don't hate it as much as it's the most hated YouTube trailer or it's the most hated trailer watched on YouTube I think at the time when it came out I think it was 2016 that movie came out I'm not I, I really can't remember but this new Ghostbusters just didn't give me anything it didn't give me any you know okay the nostalgia you see Slimer for a little bit but I'm just not you know I'm not um 
not interested in it. So that that's no real big setback for me personally. Uh, also, number nine is not a big setback for me personally, which is Greyhound, which has been pushed back to 2021. That's a movie with Tom Hanks. You know, it's it's another movie where Tom Hanks just can't stay the fuck put and he's always getting into, you know, he's either at sea, he's in the air, he's on land, he can't stay the fuck out of trouble, man. So it's like, I, you know, it was another, it kind of reminded me as if uh, like Michael Bay or like the Coen brothers or something made the remade Battleship and didn't put aliens in it. Um, but the movie doesn't even look better than the battleship movie itself, you know, but that's actually what it's about. It's a bunch of battleships and Tom Hanks just, you know, trying to stay alive and all that type stuff. I, yeah, I'm not gonna spend too much time on that because it doesn't look interesting to me at all, but that has been pushed back also. No Time to Die, uh, James Bond has also been pushed back to a November release, which is actually not bad because at least it's this year. At least it's this year. No Time to Die, I, you know, that's kind of disappointing because when they showed the trailer in full, um, I was pretty impressed. I was pretty impressed and I'm not, I'm not a Daniel Craig fan, uh, but that trailer made me tell myself, I actually did an episode right after I saw that trailer and I said, it's time for me to binge these Bond movies because this shit looks popping. So I need to give Daniel Craig a fair shot before I jump into this movie and start talking shit about it. I need to watch Casino Royale, which I've never made it all the way through, like entirely. I'll I'll turn it off and then turn it back on or I'll leave out and do something. But I've never literally sat from start to finish and watched um, Casino Royale, uh, Quantum of Solace, uh, Skyfall. God damn, I can't remember the name of the other one. But uh I ba- basically I have to um I have to give those those movies a fair shot before I jump into No Time to Die. Uh, I've I've really really that's something not not I have to do. I want to do that because if this is going to be his last go round, I have to see how everything comes full circle with him with these characters that have been involved uh before. So, um yeah, that's um that's actually a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Spiral, however, um Excuse me. Jesus, I keep burping and I have not had any beer this morning. I mean, it is early, but I'm just burping like I have like a foam buildup or something like that. Anyway, Spiraled uh, from the Book of Saw has been pushed back to an unknown release date as well. And I am not looking forward to this movie at all. This movie looks less interesting than Jigsaw which was the last movie in the series, which I thought was easily the weakest one, uh, the corniest one in the entire series. And before that kind of went to Saw 4, which isn't terrible. It's just my least favorite. But after seeing Jigsaw, I'm like, okay, this shit's weak. I know it's supposed to be a prequel, but this one, while it's a spinoff and Chris Rock is producing, Chris Rock is starring, Samuel Jackson's in it. I I was just so turned off by the trailer, man, because it's like, you're taking me back to square one. You know, I'm spoiled with all of these traps, with all of this story that we've been building up. You know, Hoffman's still out there. Dr. Gordon is still out there. And here we are starting back from the drawing board. Now, I don't know if these characters are going to pop up and they're going to tie everything in together as far as um, the other Saw movies. But uh, as far as Spiral goes, this is a, this is a Saw movie that I don't care to see. It's a Saw movie I don't care to say that I saw, basically. Pun intended. So, moving on from that. Um, before I jump into the good news, the possible light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, this was disappointing as well. Jurassic World Dominion, uh, you know, was in production. Production has been halted. Production has been put on hold until further notice. Uh, it was disappointing because 
you know, in the beginning, I was like, okay, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom was trash. I did not like that movie at all. Uh, the opening was great. That was probably one of the best openings they've had since um, the original Jurassic Park. It felt like a horror movie with that T-Rex and that Mosasaurus or Mossberg source, whatever you call it. That opening was amazing. And um, the rest of the movie just kind of went downhill after that. Now, I was like, okay, uh, y'all coming back to do this to do this last one in this in this trilogy y'all better make it work now you know i've been hurt before <laughs> it's like i've been hurt before man with fallen kingdom even jurassic world itself was cool but there were a lot of things in that movie i didn't like you know it wasn't a bad movie but i still prefer jurassic Th jurassic park 3 as my favorite sequel in the franchise but the fact that sam neil lord dern and jeff goldblum were all returning and the kids were supposed to return uh uh, the kids were supposed to return. They were returning characters from Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom coming back. It seems like you're getting this Avengers Assemble moment uh, in a Jurassic Park movie, which is amazing. So, you know, when they started talking about production and they started talking about the cast members that were returning and everybody just having like this about to have this great camaraderie on set. Then all of this stuff happens. And, um, you know, we 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 get production halted. So. I think this is good for Jurassic World, though, because a movie like that, you it's good to take a step back and learn from the mistakes you made in the movie prior to this one. Because uh, let's be real, you know, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom might have made some dough, but it was not a good movie. It was not a great movie. It's was it better than I like it better than The Lost World, but it was still stupid. It's, it's just a dumb entry and i don't know what they were thinking when they did it like they should have took everything that they applied to that opening scene and just ran with the rest of the movie in that way so um but uh i think it's good for this movie because you know there's a lot of homework to do and it's a very 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 large scale <laughs> pun intended it's a very large scale movie uh to be dealing with so for them to take a step back i feel like it's, it's healthy for them it's like it's like somebody just popping their hand like nope you you sit back and you think about what you did during this COVID-19 lockdown shit. All right. Now, when we get back to business, then you can finish what you're doing type of stuff. So it's good. It's a good learning experience for them. Now, let's talk about the light at the end of the tunnel, people. And got to knock on wood again, because I really I am praying. I am praying two of these three movies I'm about to mention do not suffer any setbacks whatsoever because we haven't heard shit. We haven't heard shit. One of them we got a trailer for. The other one we just got news online that the trailer's coming soon, quote unquote. But I am, yo, I have my fingers crossed literally right now. Right now. For, for one, Candyman, which is slated for a June 12th release date. Now, I, I, you know, my first reactions to the trailer, I was very confused. I didn't say it was a bad trailer. I didn't say I was upset, angry. I was just very confused. I had a lot of questions. But as I broke the trailer down, you know, I, I went back and watched the original Candyman, did commentary for it and everything. Um, watched the second Candyman. I didn't get a chance to do commentary for that. It's no need for me to watch the third one. But the more and more I think about it, the more and more I broke the trailer down and started, you know, doing screenshots and talking about it amongst, you know, in the group amongst the, the Cinemaniacs and amongst the people online, uh, the more I am really, truly looking forward to this movie because I still have those same questions, but my, 
like I'm I'm so inquisitive when it comes to this movie, man, because there are so many things I just don't understand. Like I I, I don't understand what's happening. There's so many unanswered things, and I don't you know I don't know if they if they hid clues in plain sight. Some of them they did, and or I don't know if they just threw shit in there to just, just purposely confuse people. I don't know, but whatever y'all did, it worked. Nia DaCosta, Jordan Peele, everyone involved, y'all y'all made it work, man. Please, 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 please. Please let this movie come out June 12th. We do not need a setback for this. I will not be able to. My heart will not be able to take that at all. And speaking of which, my heart will not be able to take if you guys push back Halloween Kills, which is slated for October 16th. That is more than enough time for whatever's going on. And I, I, I don't want to sound selfish, but listen, Candyman is one thing. But if, if, if y'all push back Halloween and y'all didn't give me a trailer yet. Oh yeah, we gonna have some serious problems. I might be at Universal and Blumhouse's front door, like with 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 picket signs and shit like that. Don't do it. Jason Blum tweeted or something like that. You know that we're doing some tweaks to the trailer. It looks really good. Trailer's coming soon. Cool. Actually, we should have been got the fucking trailer because they you know released that um you know it was like some behind the scenes teaser trailer type of stuff. Uh, but it wasn't an official trailer. So I am. Halloween, I need Halloween, man. I need it. I need that. Fast Nine. I, I hate to say it. Fast Nine and Halloween are kind of like um, it's it's teeter tottering on the scale right now. I don't know where they stand. I don't know where they stand, people. I don't know, but I know Halloween. Please, please don't get pushed back, man. Another movie that is light at the end of the tunnel, people. That is hopefully not getting pushed back. And I'm actually curious about it because I've never seen the first one, which might shock a lot of people. Hopefully I don't lose any listeners and supporters over that is Top Gun Maverick, which is supposed to be coming out June 26. Now, I haven't heard anything about, you know, it'd be nice to throw Tom Cruise a bone, you know, let him get his box office uh, success from Top Gun and Mission Impossible will just have to come afterwards. But yeah, man, like I said, I've actually never seen the original Top Gun movie. And that surprised a lot of people when I told them about it. But um. Excuse me. It was one of those movies that just didn't, you know, I just had no real desire to watch. But being as though Tom Cruise has become the living, breathing uh, self stunt man that he's become on screen, uh, a lot of the shit he's doing in the movie, like I think he is flying uh, with safety protocols taken, of course, but I'm pretty sure he is flying those jets and shit in that movie. But uh, the movie looks great. It looks like it's shot really, really well. And I am low key. Um, not a fan, but I don't mind seeing Miles Teller on screen, man. That guy's a, he, he's, he's a decent actor and Miles Teller's in the movie. So, um, it, you know, it just piques my curiosity to see what Top Gun Maverick's going to be hitting for. So those are really the light at the end of the tunnel movies that I really hope do come out, man. So that people, you know, we at least got something to look forward to and something to enjoy in the midst of all of this, uh, all of these movies getting pushed back, man. Cause this is, it's, I understand the inconvenience it is for all parties involved, but I'm looking at it from a fan's point of view, from a movie buff's point of view, and speaking on behalf of my fellow movie buffs, like, it's really unfortunate, man, when we look forward to these movies and, you know, they just have to suffer these setbacks, but, you know, it's, I understand what everything that's going on. Um, as far as movies that are in, like, pre-production, I guess, that are coming out, Shang-Chi, 
which is next in Marvel's new phase of movies. I have no idea what that character is about. I don't know who the hell he is. I didn't know about it until they did that Comic-Con and they announced Shang-Chi. I thought it was like a spinoff with Shang Tsung's daughter or something like that from Mortal Kombat. I don't know what the hell Shang-Chi is, but maybe it could be like Marvel's version of Mulan as far as like that, um, that type of culture goes. So... You know, I know that hasn't gone into production yet. I, I think I heard, if I'm not mistaken, don't quote me on this. The director of Shang-Chi uh, tested negative for COVID-19 because I know I think that was a headline or something like that. And I think that was one of the things that was holding up the production of that movie. But uh, also The Little Mermaid, there's a live action version of that that's coming out, but it hasn't went into production yet. I think they put it, you know, they weren't sure whether they were going to uh, jump into production or not. I don't, you know, I don't really care for The Little Mermaid. That's like stuff my daughter's into. But um, I'm always curious to see who Disney is going to cast in these live action adaptations. So, I mean, as far as the casting goes, that that's the only aspect I'm concerned about as far as The Little Mermaid. Other than that, I'm not about to <laughs> I'm not about to do like, a um, you know, a fucking episode reviewing Little Mermaid. Like, yo, man, let me tell you all what I really enjoyed about this movie. Like, nah, maybe a trailer reaction at most for like for shits and giggles. But nah, man, that's not my twist. Um, however, Spider-Man 3. um. Not to be confused with the Sam Raimi Spider-Man 3 that I love and everybody hates. Unpopular opinion. I don't care. But um, Tom Holland's uh, next Spider-Man movie is uh, supposed to go into production. I don't know how that's going to be affected. There's rumors that Daredevil, I think, was going to be in it. Um, but we'll see, man. I'm almost certain that they're going to hold off on that. Because that is also another behemoth of a, um, a series and of a property. And is definitely not to be taken lightly with... Um, how Hollywood is handling everything that's going on right now. Uh, Fantastic Beasts 3. I've never seen one or two. So that doesn't really make me no never mind as far as uh, whether they jump into production or not. You know, I, if somebody walked up to me and was like, yo, you know, they, you know, they're not going to make Fantastic Beasts 3 until 2030. I'd just be like, what? What is that movie? Is that a, like an Altered Beast sequel? You know, which I would rather have. I'd rather actually have an Altered Beast movie. But um, yeah, man, basically to wrap things up, all in all, I like I said, I understand what's going on. I don't want to be completely selfish and, you know, um, insensitive to everything that's that's like going on right now. But it is unfortunate, man, that we have to we have to deal with these setbacks for movies that we were really really looking forward to man if i had to pick like a top five of these movies i named uh the movies i'm really disappointed are getting pushed back and so on and so forth or the movies that may or may not even the ones that i mentioned that might be the light in the tunnel if i had to pick five that i'm really looking forward to it would be fast nine Candyman, halloween kills the batman and this is tough, man. This is tough because I'm actually trying to pick between A Quiet Place 2 and Mission Impossible 7. Uh, I would have to say... Oh, I'd have to say Mission Impossible 7. I'm sorry. Those stunts, the stunt sequences, man. Those are the five that really, um, I really hope get up and running off the ground, man. I really want to see them. Uh, but you know, again, I understand the, the, the procedures they have to take. And this is me understanding on the outside looking in, I'm in no shape, way, form or fashion, 
um, a director, a writer, a producer, uh, well, a writer, of course, but I'm talking about like, as far as like mainstream Hollywood goes, I'm not in that, in that field. I'm not that caliber of, uh, of person. So, uh, this is me from, you know, my little small standpoint, uh, understanding what, what they probably have to, you know, what they have to comply with over there at the big name studios and, you know, over there at the film industry. I, I understand, man, you, you know, you're going to have rules everywhere you go. And, um, especially, this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. Nah, but all jokes aside, man, um, I really hope all of this, like all in all, like not, this is, uh, just me talking about everything in general outside of the films. I do hope the films are in good hands and I hope that they do get made. I hope that all the fans out there, such as myself, I hope they get to see these movies. I hope we get to, you know, hear the news of, oh, this is back in production. This is back in pre-production. This is back in post-production. We have a release date for this and that and that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I can't wait to hear that, but all in all, I do hope that things get better. And that's for anybody out there that, you know, that is looking at this pandemic and is just not seeing any light at the tunnel at all. I do hope things get better. And I don't only hope things get better. I know they will. There's no doubt in my mind that this will all be over and done with soon. And based on what I'm talking about in this podcast episode with everything hopefully going to be over and done with soon. We'll have all our movies, man. We'll have all our movies back to normal. I mean, video on demand is still going to be a thing, but I'm pretty sure we won't have to worry about, you know, video on demand taking over. No more theatrical releases, no more, you know, there's still drive throughs out there that people like to go to. Um, you know, people will be able to enjoy their theater experiences again. Uh, trust me when I say that it's no doubt in my mind. This is, this is just a minor setback. And, you know, it hurts, man. As you know, for me being a movie buff, it, it hurts because um I, I'm I I love movies, man. I love checking out new movies. I love checking out um you know uh, uh production updates and casting updates and things, everything of that nature, man. I love doing that. That's a part of um it's actually homework for me, man. It's all homework, but um you know things things will get better, people. I I I no doubt in my mind they will, but. We are going to have to we're going to have to wait it out. But I guess that's a good thing about this whole lockdown, quarantine, social distancing, cabin fever shit. It's like we get more time to theorize about what these movies are going to bring to us. You know what I'm saying? Like as opposed to them keep dropping trailers and we get to theorize with the trailers we got or with the news that we got prior to all of this shit happening. And we get to come up with our own ideas. You know, we get to come up with our own questions, our own answers, our own theories. And it makes it fun, man. In a way, we can enjoy this. We can enjoy this little, uh, this minor setback and, you know, um, and make the most of it, basically. So, with that being said, people, follow this here podcast. If y'all want to, you know, if you're listening to it now and you made it this far, 42 minutes and 24 five seconds into it clearly you like the episodes you know and if you're a first time listener if you do like the episodes even if you don't just give it a whirl follow the podcast on anchor spotify itunes google podcast apple podcast overcast pocket cast breaker and radio public big shout out to anchor Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Romero Tudor. Follow the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. I actually need to invite more people into that group. I don't know if um if there for some reason I can't I can't always get to my my request the re, the request people send to join the group. Um, and I apologize for anybody out there that has been like waiting on uh 
you know, uh, an approval. I, for some reason, I, there's a, there's some strange reason I cannot get to the request all the time when I'm supposed to be able to. Um, but uh, yeah, follow the you know send a send yourself invitation you'll definitely be invited in uh big shout out to the two reviewers the listeners the lovers the supporters man listen let me tell y'all as i make this 800 climb the ocho climb y'all are amazing y'all are amazing to say the least um and uh i just had a complete uh, brain fart moment again. I think you know what it is, people. Why I have to literally wrap this up right now because I have not had coffee yet. And um, you know, the crazy thing is, I start to get a little, uh, I start to get a little wild. You know, I go a little Jack Torrance when I haven't had any coffee. But to say the least, man. Again, shout out to the listeners, man. Uh, y'all are like I said, y'all are the bricks. Y'all are the bricks in this foundation, man. Of this, uh, this podcast foundation, man. A crazy support system. I love y'all to death, man. I couldn't ask for you know, a better group of listeners and, uh, you know, supporters and to the reviewers, man, I appreciate y'all so, so, so very much. And the more y'all show the love and support to me, the more I show the love and support right back to y'all. And again, another big, 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 happy fifth birthday. Shout out to my daughter, my baby girl, Camilla Lise. Hope you enjoy your day. You little movie maniac. That is literally the little cinemaniac right there. You know, she legit will watch the making of horror movies and stuff like that on YouTube and watch how they do all of the, you know, makeup effects and stuff. I will have her on an episode of Tudor Reviews in no time, so nobody worry. But with that being said, people, yours truly, Romeo Tudor. Another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can. I'll check y'all on the next one.